Thus it will be for all who store up treasure for themselves, but are not rich in what matters to God. This man in the gospel today was certainly storing up treasure for himself, wasn't he? He was eager to build bigger barns and to say to himself, you have so many good things stored up for many years. Rest, eat, drink, be merry. This past week, a lot of people were buying mega million tickets. <laughs> they were hoping that if they hit the jackpot of $1.28 billion, they could rest, eat, drink, and be merry. And what's wrong with that? Isn't that what all the financial advisors tell us? To save our money, to invest wisely, and then they've always got the pictures in the magazines of people just doing whatever they want. Sounds great. But do you notice in this gospel, it didn't go so well for this guy, did it? And it's not that, it doesn't say that he stole from anybody. It didn't say that he treated people poorly. And yet, at the end, he gets, and I'm not aware of any place else in the gospel where God says to him, you fool. So what's going on? Well, I think a fundamental question is posed to us in today's gospel. Are we storing up treasure for ourselves? Or do we desire to be rich in what matters to God? Is it all about me? This is my stuff to do with as I want? Or the biblical model that everything we have is a gift from God? And how do we use those gifts? So, yes, it is important to save for retirement for a time when we cannot work anymore. But do that in the context of our stewardship of all of God's gifts. So, yes, we need money for that. We need money for food, clothing, all the rest, don't we? Uh, for gas, uh, it's all, we, we need it all. But remember, of it as part of this God's given to us, how do we respond? How do we respond to what's important to God? Well, from what I've read in the Gospels and the Scriptures, the poor and the vulnerable are important to God. How do we treat them? Uh, St. Basil has a quote about that, and I, I always, it, it's one of those quotes that kind of always hits me like a two-by-four when I hear it, and I think it's worth hearing once in a while. The coat hanging unused in your closet belongs to the person who needs it. The shoes rotting in your closet belongs to the person who has no shoes. The money which you hoard up belongs to the poor. So that's one question. How do we care for the poor and the vulnerable? Another question, how do we use our resources to build up God's kingdom on earth, to carry on the mission Jesus entrusted to us, uh, Jesus said in the end of Matthew's gospel, go and make disciples of all the nations. How do we uh, help spread the faith? How do we help hand, out, hand on the faith, whether 
here at St. Michael with our school and religious ed and our programs. Uh, last week, we had Father Raju in, from India. So how do we do that? I think a third question to consider, sometimes it's a matter how we choose not to spend our money. Do we refrain from buying more stuff that we don't need and that's just going to end up in a landfill somewhere? How do we care for God's creation, this earth that God has given us in, in not wasting resources, um, whether material goods or energy? How do we call, are we called to use what we have to grow rich in what matters to God? Now, one who pondered that question was St. Ignatius of Loyola. Today, July 31st, is his feast day. And I thought I'd tell you a little bit about his story. He was a soldier serving in the kingdom of Castile, fighting to defend the city of Pamplonia against a French attack. During the battle, a cannonball struck him in the legs. Badly injured, Ignatius was taken to his family castle in the town of Loyola to recuperate. There he endured two extremely painful operations to repair his wounds, and he spent many months convalescing. Ignatius had a lot of time to think about his life, which to that point had been an undistinguished and unsatisfying pursuit of military glory and frivolous pastimes. So to pass the time, he asked for novels to read, and he liked the ones that were popular of his time, about romance and adventure. That's, that's what he enjoyed reading. But there weren't any of those kind of books in the house. All there was was a book on the life of Christ and another book on the life of the saints. So he read those instead. And what he noticed was, just like with reading the popular novels, there was you know, it was, it was interesting. I found it great to read, and at first there was this positive thing. But the difference was, was when he read the lives of the saints and in Jesus, that feeling stayed with him. They inspired and stimulated him, and, and, and he wanted to, to emulate them versus the, the love and the adventure stories. Eh, that kind of all dissipated. Gradually, a new and inspiring image of God began to form in Ignatius' mind. He experienced God as an intensely personal, active, generous God, a God of love. And his experience was, as he, as he came to know the sense of God's infinite generosity, he wanted to respond in kind. He wanted to live his life that way, and, and, and that was really his conversion experience. And what happened, he started living that way, and other people started noticing. And they said, well, you must be doing something right. <laughs> and so they joined him, and that's how the Jesuits were formed. Um, this group of people really wanting to follow Jesus, to give their all because of all that God has done for us. Uh, he wrote, all the things of this world are presented to us so that we can know God more easily and make a return of love more readily. That's what Ignatius saw as the purpose of money, of all created goods. Uh, they're gifts from God, and then they're God's invitation to respond to them with generosity.
And now I invite you to join me in praying the stewardship prayer and the inside back cover of the songbook. O Father, giver of life and source of our freedom, we are reminded by the psalmist that yours is the earth in its fullness, the world and those who dwell in it. We know that it is from your hand that we have received all we have and are and will be. Gracious and loving God, we understand that you call us to be the stewards of your abundance, the caretakers of all you have entrusted to us. Help us always to use your gifts wisely and teach us to share them generously. May our faithful stewardship bear witness the love of Christ in our lives. We pray with grateful hearts. In Jesus' name.